Power Tools, brought to you by the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors. For more information, go to www.chronicdisease.org. Hello, this is John Patton, and I'm coming to you from the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors, and today's podcast is another episode in what we call Power Tools, and the reason we call it that is that we believe great partners can actually add incredible power to the projects that you work on, exponentially accelerating your work. And today, it is just a real pleasure to introduce you to uh, a company that has a lot of power in its name called Rocket Camp. And they are an ad agency that really has a specialty in helping you leverage your brand for the success of your organization and the projects you work on. And I have the founder of Rocket Camp, Rob Cheroff, with me today. And I'm going to let him introduce himself like no other person can. Rob? Thanks, John, and hello, everybody. Um, yeah, so this is Rob Sheroff, and I um, started Rocket Camp four years ago after spending about 30 years with working at some of the, the biggest agencies in the world and some of the more famous brands. And so our experience and what I'm going to share today comes from working with um, the U.S. Marine Corps, AT&T, Singular Wireless, Dell, REI, the American Red Cross, and a ton of other companies, all at a national level. And we also work with smaller um, regional and local companies. So really it's the discipline I want to share with you, but it's learned from um, organizations that have always had a lot at stake. And I look forward to uh, talking with you and answering some questions. Fantastic. Well, I am uh, absolutely glad you mentioned those big brands because those brands have such penetrating messages largely because they define their market. They don't say one size fits all. They don't just throw a message out there. They are so super targeted. And in public health, it's no different at all. Sometimes we, we, we would rather be able to lump everyone in the same uh, category and motivate them the same way. But uh, clearly, we, we know better. So tell me a little bit about how you approach defining a market or helping someone do that. It, I think it's a great question. And, and there's not a one-size-fits-all answer to that either. So on occasion, you can have one message that fits everyone. If I'm selling Coca-Cola, for example, I can pretty much just tell everyone it's fun and you should share it and call it a day. But in most cases, you're selling specific things and specific solutions. And the more you can define that to a specific audience, the better. So for example, we worked with REI, the outdoor retailer. And rather than go in and say, hey, everybody, it's fun to go outside, we would be in there with very specific messages. So for example, we were talking to young professionals who haven't had kids yet. And we're giving them one message. When those people get a little older and have kids and have a family, their motivations are very different. It's a different kind of escape, if you will. So you want to know who you're talking to and try to find 
an insight. And a lot of times, most of the time, you're not going to have a common insight, especially with what this group does. And so each insight, you want to create a message that's persuasive or motivating for that insight, for that specific audience. And we take great pains to get to the, the core of, of what's really guiding them. Well, you know, I'm going to uh, jump in and say that that is what we, we find all the time in, let's say, diabetes prevention, for example. Uh, there are some mm-hmm. people that are motivated simply because they want to see their, they want to live to see their kid walk down the aisle or graduate college. Right. Um, there are other, other people that just want to reclaim their health. They want to be able to be, a, have an active lifestyle and, and that right. kind of thing. They're, they're, and, and so trying to figure out, um, you know, and, and prescribe things that actually work within the context of where they're living is so absolutely critical. So I, I just uh, appreciate that attention to detail, and it takes a little bit of rolling up the sleeves, I know, to, to actually, you know, do the, do the homework, and that's probably where you excel. What kind of tools, yeah. what's your process? How do you find that out? Yeah, and, and I just want to, I, I mean, really to emphasize a couple of the things you said. I can, I can come up, lots of times we actually want to roll up the bigger message, but it's when we're talking about brands that are so big and known that we don't have to be specific and we're just reminding people. When I'm trying to motivate someone to act, to change behavior, that person needs to feel like whoever brought them that message gets them. Like, they get me. They're they're not just saying, go out and walk every day. They're understanding that I live in Minnesota and we don't go out and walk every day in certain times of the year, for example, or even here in Atlanta when when it's so hot in the middle of the day. So the message is precise as we can be, it's even, it's better. How do we do that? We do a lot of, we don't suppose we have all the answers. We, do, we talk to a lot of people. We do um, book research and online research. And most importantly, we try to get in front of the people in those markets and take advantage of what they know already. Um, so much research has been done in so many of these areas, and we're not too proud to leverage that. We want to know. At the end of the day, we want a message that resonates. The only way it resonates is, is if there's some truth behind it, and that's from really getting into people's minds. Well, you know, um, I, I love what you said in, in, you know, absolutely getting them to say they get me. And part exactly. of they get me uh, is trust. That's just another, uh, they, they trust you. They build mm-hmm. that trust and uh, put their trust in you. And that really comes back, in my opinion, to the brand. The reason those big brands, yeah. you can just remind them, as you said, uh, about Coca-Cola or about you know, uh, REI or, or Nike, is because they've already earned the trust. And right. It, and, and so I, I love the fact that your organization actually has a process, a structure built in so that, that health departments, community coalitions, individuals can actually step through what is their brand and how do they establish it and more importantly, how do they help their market trust them? Right, right. I, there's a great quote that I think helps me understand what is a brand anyway? We, we throw that word around so often. Jeff Bezos from Amazon said, a brand is what people say about you after you leave the room. <laughs> and the only way you get to that, the only way you make that positive is if it's authentic. And the only way you make it trustworthy is if it's not a contrived thing. 
But a brand can be organizational. It can be a for-profit company. It can be so many things. And you build that trust over time with proof of performance, with consistency, and with experiences that people want to share. So I think that's how they work. Now, how do we get to the bottom of that? We've put a system together. It's a methodology, if you will. We call it day camp, and it's, a, it's an immersion. It's a workshop we conduct with our clients, and we do a lot of preliminary work to gather all our inputs, but we try to come out of that with, with a few key deliverables. One is understanding the brand purpose. So, so we don't want to just say things. We want things to be relevant to what the organization or the brand is doing. What's the brand purpose? That's what is its mission? What is its driving force? The second thing is the brand promise. That's outwardly facing. So what commitment does that brand, does that organization make to its outside audiences? Getting to those answers sounds easy enough. It's really quite a task, and it requires a lot of deliberation and making choices. Are we saying this or are we saying that? You can't say this and that. And we really try to fine-tune it. So that's the first thing. From there, we go to what need are you solving? If there's no reason for being for you as an organization, there's not much you could say that people are going to pay attention to. So there's, generally, there is a need we're going to uncover. And for sure, in public health, there are important critical needs we're going to uncover. So it's kind of a progression of things we're going to learn. From there, we figure out, okay, we know what we stand for. We know what our promise is to the people we're talking to and what need we're solving. Now, what's, of all the things we can say, what can we say that will have the most leverage with them, that will be relevant and will resonate with them? And so we have an exercise to get through that. That's the heavy lifting. From there, we, we have a little more fun and we talk about, okay, what tone does this brand take? Are we going to be preachy? Are we going to be friendly as a caregiver? Are we going to be light in talking to kids? So, and that's a much more subjective thing that we create or, or uncover with our clients. And, and we just talk about it. Are you more of this or are you more of that? We do picture sorts. We do force choices with descriptor, word descriptors. We do an exercise with archetypes. And it really reveals the essence of each brand, if you will, and what tone it should take. That really guides the communications. Now we know how to talk about the brand. And, and that allows us to, I hope I don't put anyone off here, to not sound like it's the government, if you will, and I'm putting quote marks up, talking to you, but this organization that cares about your well-being and is seeking your, your result, not theirs. You know, and, and that's something that I've just, uh, you know, really come to admire about public health in general is that there really is a community of people who care. They're in this because of the mission right. and vision. And, uh, and, then, and then I want to make a point that how, how much I appreciate the fact that you have processes. You have these structures and these workshops. Uh, I've worked with a lot of ad agencies, and it seems, without being too critical, uh, some of them are more interested in uh, designing things that win awards for them than yep. getting the message across that uh, move the needle for my market and, and the people that I need to, to reach. And so right. the, the fact that you have such deliberate 
processes that, that you go through to uncover what's really going on uh, in both uh, the organization and the market. This, this means the world to me. Uh, we only have a couple more minutes, and, and I just wanted to uh, get your take on um, the, the power when you, when you get down to either you're working with a brand you already have or you're building a brand, and that often includes logos. It includes mm-hmm. brochures and collateral material. How, what, how do you help an organization or help communicate? Sometimes people see that as just, oh, that's flashy stuff. That's uh, right. for, for salespeople. Um, right. Why do we need to make sure our brands and our logo? Such a good question. And, and, you know, the, answer, the big answer is why would we even do this if it doesn't get us anything at the end of the day? You can't just be to feel good. And so we call that area brand identity. And I think of it this way, and this is how we work with, with brands. The brand logo, the look, the colors, sometimes it's a sound, but for sure that thing you see, that symbol, that should be a shortcut to everything the brand stands for. If it's memorable, if it's interesting, and if it's presented to me consistently over time, I don't have to go through, in my mind, I don't have to go through all the, oh, yeah, who were they? Do they do this, 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 or do they do that and the other? But I just see it. I see an, an Uber logo, and I, whatever I think about Uber, I go right to it when I see that look. When I see the Coke logo, I think it's going to be exactly the same as it was last time. It's going to be refreshing. It's going to taste a certain way. It gives me all their credentials in a shortcut, in just a, a short cuts the whole decision process. And that's valuable. So if you can get someone to recognize and feel better about you more quickly, or maybe you see something and it triggers a certain behavior more quickly, then you're doing everybody a favor, and then you're making communications work really hard. Well, and that's what we need, especially in public health. We don't always get a lot of time to get our message across, and so we have to uh, you know, start right. You know what, I, I just so appreciate that you bring such global experience. Your, your entire company has such global experience. You pull people out of these monster companies, and you give such value, not just great service because you're smaller and nimbler, but you actually, all that money isn't going to 14 layers of, uh, of corporate uh, folks. So, uh, again, I know it sounds uh, it's very kind of uh, opinionated, but it's just uh, I've seen it happen too much. So I appreciate the value you bring. I appreciate that. That you uh, you work with media companies. If organizations, people listening today, they they have to work with a media agency of their state Absolutely. or with their. Tell me about that real quick. Yeah, so just re- real quick, and this is something people don't even understand. At the, the largest ad agencies in the world, actually, they don't buy media. They they don't do media themselves anyway. So throughout my career, I've always learned to partner and work with a media partner, and that's how we do it here. Our expertise is getting to the right message and telling it in the most compelling way possible. From there, we are designed, we built this place so that we could partner with other people with other areas of expertise. And media is one of the biggest ones. And that's by design. And so we're media friendly, but we're not media experts. Yeah, I love it. Well, we just appreciate you giving us your time today. Again, this is Rob Cheroff. And he's coming to us from Rocket Camp. You can Google him on the Internet. And it's, you've been listening to Power Tools from the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors. I'm John Patton. Hope you'll join us again next time. Thank you. Thanks a lot. 
For more information on Rocket Camp, go to rocketcamp.com. And for more episodes of Power Tools, check out chronicdisease.org. Disease.org.